Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football's uh, final episode for the day, a final match reaction show for the day, which is going to be on the Premier League game between Arsenal and Aston Villa. Unfortunately, uh, we won't be able to cover the Real Madrid game that's going on. It's pretty interesting, actually, that one, too, but uh, it clashed with this one, so I wasn't able to watch that one. So sorry, Real Madrid and La Liga fans. Uh, but uh, please remember to subscribe to the channel uh, and like and share this video if you enjoy the content. Uh, you know, we wanted to hit 120 subscribers, so we still can. So please help us do that. And uh, you know, we do appreciate, really, really appreciate your support. But uh, let's get into it. Let's get into this game. A shock result, actually, uh, finishing 3-0 to Aston Villa. I don't think anybody expected that. I certainly did not expect that, especially after the way that they played against uh, Manchester United uh, last weekend. And uh, I mean, it just puts that result into perspective, isn't it? Doesn't it? In some ways, it uh, it tells you how uh, maybe uh, United blew a chance there. Maybe they they, they could have done better. But uh, you know, focusing on this game, Aston Villa did really really well. Uh, came out of the blocks uh, very quickly. You know, very good. They're pressing. Very good with their intensity. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Europa League uh, took a toll. I think they had played three Europa League games conse consecutively. And maybe it finally, uh, and I know there's a lot of squad rotation that goes on, but you still feel that finally, I think, I think in some ways it caught up with them uh, today. And maybe that was the case. I mean, surely, uh, and that, that, that's the only explanation that I can come up with in terms of the lack of intensity. But uh, I mean, that first goal, though, Aston Villa actually should have won 4 0, uh, some would say. Uh, that first goal just allowed for offside. I mean, it's interesting. That goal for me, um, so in a common sense way, that, that is a goal, right? I mean, that, that is a goal. I don't think the keeper's getting anywhere near it. Uh, Barkley's not interfering with play in any sort of way. So it should be a goal in a common sense, logical you know, world that we live in. But we don't live in that world. Uh, we live in the world of VAR and Lions and, and you know, laws. And I think football's laws, as I've said, they need to be rewritten. And there needs to be a lot of, I mean, there is, either needs to be more clarity or less clarity, but either way, there needs to be some, Kind of change that and by the letter of the law the referee made the right decision that it was offside so if i was the ref uh, i would have not given it as an offside i would have given it as a goal but uh, then i would be ignoring the laws of the game so according to the letter of the law it's, it should not have been a goal but from a common sense point of view from a logical point of view that should have been a goal so i mean again you know you it didn't cost Aston Villa too much in this game it might have been a talking point in another game but uh you know, it's one of those things where you kind of have to, you know, you kind of stand on each side of the fence and, and I get that and I expect that. And so there's going to be opinions, but for my opinion, from where I stand, I think that should have been a goal, but I kind of understand why it's not given. So, but you know, as I, it didn't affect them much. And, and again, it was easy, you know, fifth minute, you get a goal against Arsenal and then you suddenly uh, disallow it and it's a bit in unjust. It's a, there's a sense of injustice. It could have broken uh, Villa's spirit. It could have, you know, made them drop their heads a little bit but they didn't credit to them. They were strong, you know, mentally, they were strong, you know, they showed a lot of character and they kept plugging away. They kept making life difficult for Arsenal. And then finally, you know, they got that breakthrough, which um, I mean, it's, 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 I, it is that, that play in some ways, I think explains what this Aston Villa side can do as well as where Arsenal lack, because I mean, the fact that, you know, Barkley and Grealish have the time of their lives pretty much to decide what they want to do. Because there was like three or four passes that they played between each other. And I think they even involved, uh, uh, I forget who the, I think there was maybe Watkins. I think it was that they involved him as well a little bit. I think, I'm not sure though. 
I don't quote me on that. But they involved two or three players, and they, it was between Barkley and Grealish. They were walking around. Grealish, I think, took like about 10-15 seconds just to just to play that pass to target. I think it took he, he took a good 10-15 seconds. I mean, when you have that amount of time in in an opposition third, if you're an Arsenal defender, if you're the Arsenal manager, you've got to be disappointed with that. And if you're an Arsenal defender, you've got to be asking yourself, what were you doing? Because somebody's got to go press. Somebody's got to go, uh, you know, close him down. There was nothing of that sort. They were all expecting a cross. They were all waiting for something to happen. And you know, Grealish just at the time. I think finally target said, you know what, I'll just make a run, a run, and, I, and and he did. And again, nobody tracking his run. Uh, that that is, uh, you know, the, the fault of either Bellerin, Bellerin should have done that, or uh, I mean, you you expect uh, because um, uh, you know because you expect because William is playing on the right, so you'd expect William to maybe do that as well. But neither of them did the tracking back. So target has a pretty free run. Is offside. He gets the cross across across you know across goal. Once he gets across. Uh, you know, across the face of goal, then it's always uh, a catch-up game. Then you're kind of hoping that somebody, uh, you know, blocks it off. And Saka tried, but he put it into his own net. And you can't really blame Saka for that. I mean, he, he had no real choice. He had to go for that. For that, uh, He had to go for the ball. And then sometimes you get lucky and it goes out. Sometimes you get unlucky and it goes in the goal. So that happens, but really it shouldn't have come to that point. And uh, it's poor defending from Arsenal. And we've talked about Arsenal's defensive solidity this season, actually. They've been pretty, pretty good defensively in most phases of play. But today, there's something, and maybe the intensity was lacking. You know, as I said, uh, maybe there were issues because of all the games that they had played. But yeah, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a good defensive moment for Arsenal in that particular play. And it didn't get better for them. And I don't know why Partey came off, to be honest. I have no idea why Partey... I'm hoping... I'm thinking that's an injury rather than any kind of uh, uh, tactical change because... Partey is one of those players you got to keep on, uh, even for 90 minutes. Even if he's not playing well, you keep him on because he's that one guy who uh, you know can make things happen. Not as he score goals, but he can make things happen in that uh, midfield, and he really keeps that midfield ticking. So I'm assuming that there was an injury issue, uh, maybe a fitness issue, but we shall see. We'll know more, I guess, from Arteta in the coming hours or days. We'll know more. Uh, but you know the second half, even with Sabayas coming on, I there was a couple of half chances. There were a couple of good chances, and when Pepe came on as well uh, for Villian, when Enketia came on, there was a few chances. But and there was nothing. I I can't remember a clear cut opportunity where uh, you know Martinez had to stress stretch himself or whether he was like panicking. There was no panic stations. There were a few blocks in there, a few uh, miss hits, whatever. You know, and, and that's where the issue for Arsenal is. Their lack of creativity doesn't hurt them if their defense is strong. But if you if your defense is vulnerable as it was today, then you know that lack of offensive uh, Arsenal or <laughs> pardon the pun, offensive weaponry that really create that becomes an issue because you can win one nil and you can win two one in games, but you can't always do that. And there will be games when the defense will concede two goals or three goals, and you can't have and, and then you know sometimes you need that offensive weaponry to be able to counter that, and they didn't have it. And I, I think Arsenal need to rethink their midfield combination. I, I think the Elneny uh, Partey thing works, but uh, maybe it's time now to try Ceballos and Partey. Maybe give them a chance. Uh, maybe look, maybe look, and maybe instead of a three-four-three that they play, maybe look at a three-five-two. Perhaps not sure what they can do, but they have to look at something different because it it, it is they need, the defense needs that protection. So they need to provide defensive protection, uh, but they also need to make sure that their attack gets enough supply. And enough, uh, you know, it's getting the service that it that it needs. So they need to rethink about how they're gonna go ahead and, uh, you know, and, and reject that combination. Maybe Billion has been really off form. I think today he was probably one of the worst players on the pitch. Uh, again, similar to not 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 as I think Sterling. Not this about Sterling, but I think Billion um, was not very good either. I think he was yeah, he was he was pretty bad today. 
and maybe they, they need to take him out of the firing line, maybe look at uh, who they else they can maybe look at uh, reaching that combination. I think they need to get Aubameyang playing more centrally. I don't think Lacazette is cutting it at the moment uh, because if he's not scoring goals, then there's no point in playing him as a striker when you can play Aubameyang there or, you know, play them both up front together in a 3-5-2, as I said. So they'll need to think, Arteta will need to think about that. He'll need to make some changes about how he wants to uh, approach the next few games uh, coming up because... Uh, they have done very well to get themselves into the conversation for top four. Now they need to make sure that they stay there, that they can still continue plugging away and getting into that top four because they won't have a better chance in this season. So they need to look at that uh, for sure. So, I mean, that, that's something to talk, to, to consider as well. Um, I think on that note, I think we have to talk about Aston Villa a little bit as well. I think they were brilliant today. I, I um, It was shades of that 7-2 win. A lot of people will talk about that 7-2 win. Uh, but I think this one was better because that one, there was a lot of deflected goals and there were three or four deflected goals in that. There was a little bit of a, there was quite a bit of luck involved. There was a lot of, uh, um, it wasn't that Liverpool were that bad to concede seven goals. It was just a matter of like, it was one of those, those freak results that happened. Today, they were very good defensively and they were very good offensively. And they controlled the game almost from start to finish. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't think there were too many chances for Arsenal. There were a few off-target shots that uh, you know were there and there was a bit of scare, but there was not, not entirely panic stations at any point. So they controlled the game from minute one to minute 90. I think that's what uh, you know would have really pleased them. Keeping a clean sheet as well, uh, scoring three goals. And I was about to say, actually, it was 1-0, I think, until the later stages. And I was going to say, we had 15 goals in the three games that we did yesterday at the match reactions. For today, we had uh, you know 1-0 and 1-1, and not a lot of goals. And then, you know, they popped up today with three goals. Aston Villa saved, uh, saved that bacon a little bit and got three goals. But uh, all three goals really well taken, really well worked. Um, there, was, there was a pattern of play. There was a, they had tactics, a clear tactics, clear plan. They executed that perfectly in the, on, in, on the pitch. And um, I mean, it's, it's been, I, mean I, I put a tweet out as well about Jack Willish. I think he is a phenomenal, phenomenal player. And um, it's criminal, it's borderline criminal that uh, he isn't playing for England more often, that he doesn't start for England more often. He should be the first name on the England team sheet. Uh, this, I said this at the, at the end of the, at the start of the last international break, and he didn't get enough game time. In, and I'm, I'm almost certain that he will not get enough game time for this one as well, but he should be starting. He should be ahead of Sancho, Sterling, and Rashford. If, he, if Southgate sees, sees him as a winger, he's better than all of those three wingers. Right now, on current form, he's better than all three of them. And if he sees him as a midfielder, then again, I don't see too many creative midfielders that are, that are better than him in the Premier League. But either way, he should be starting. And hopefully he will he will add to his England caps substantially over this uh, international break. Maybe not play all three games. You obviously don't want to burn him out. But he should probably start at least two two of the three games he should be starting. So so anyway, but we shall see. We'll keep an eye on that and we'll know more. But uh, phenomenal, phenomenal player. I think he might... I mean, yeah, I was just thinking... If he doesn't have enough caps, we might very well talk about him as this generation's Matt Letizia uh, in some ways, in the way he, you know, and, and, and in some ways that he plays, he does resemble that a little bit. I think he's probably a little bit quicker on, on the pitch and a little bit more uh, focused. But uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's sublime. He's a brilliant, brilliant player, Jack Willish. I think uh, Aston Villa are very, very lucky to have him. Uh, Ollie Watkins as well scored two goals. I think these were his first goals since scoring against Liverpool. So he likes the big six teams that he scores against, but do well taken goals. I think there's nothing you can say about that. Very instinctive, very well-taken goals. And, uh, I mean, it's a toss-up. Would you give it to Barkley? Would you give it to Grealish? Would you give it to Ollie Watkins as a man of the match? And um, maybe Ollie Watkins. Well, they'll give, give him a bit of a confidence boost. We'll say Ollie Watkins was a man of the match. Though, I mean, I, I was very impressed with both Barkley and Grealish as well in this game. They both really, really played well. Uh, the third goal, though, uh, was, a, was, a touch of, was a real touch of class because 
it's it's a counter attack and again you expect arsenal with the three man defense to to protect against that but they didn't and village just ran all the way uh through <laughs> through past bayern i believe it was you just ran past him past the ball and and watkins just slots it in uh brilliant brilliant performance overall brilliant play that and again it shows that village can play as a winger that he's got some pace he may not be as spacey as those guys but he's got enough pace to go past a player and and the, the main thing is you don't always need pace you know in your wing sometimes having that creativity is also really really important so hats off to aston villa uh, really well done and uh, it's a strange strange season as you say but uh, we'll just take a quick look at the at the premier league table just uh, for kicks we'll look at it and see what the standings are now because uh, as i said there was a bit of a movement around but leicester are top of the table southampton are now fourth uh, liverpool and spurs are second and third respectively though that's only on goal difference and aston villa are now sixth uh, they're level on points with chelsea they do have a game in hand though so that will be critical as well they they if they win that one potentially they would be above chelsea at this point so and and keep in mind that uh, this season all the way up to eighth you can go all the way up to eighth and and still play in europe next season Uh, because of the Europa Conference League thingy that's starting next year. So, I mean definitely uh, Villa in contention for Champions League spots as well as for for a European spot for sure. So, I mean keep yeah, we're going to keep an eye on out that we could very well have a situation where we have Leicester and Villa playing in the Champions League next season. I don't think it will happen, but it could happen and uh, that would be really really interesting. Uh, it's an interesting season, that's for sure. Uh for but I mean tough luck Arsenal fans, uh, hopefully it will be better after the international break. Uh uh you know it's not it's a, it's a bump in the road i mean these kind of things will happen i think a lot of people say i mean it's, it's probably the same issue that manchester united have that a lot that even city have at times where you know when teams sit back it's it's difficult to to break them down and uh, it happened to uh, arsenal today where they couldn't break uh, aston villa down and uh, aston villa played you know i i, I don't think aston villa played on the counter i think what they did was they really pressed arsenal which i think arsenal were not expecting and they were probably not at it Uh, but yeah, that's something to to work on, and I don't think this this shows that Arteta is a bad manager. I think that's something for him to learn, and he will do well, uh, and he will he will learn from this, and he will get better as time goes on, hopefully. Um, Aston Villa have got Brighton next, so that you would expect them to win that, and if they if they can if they can play like they played uh, today, then they should win that game, and that will again put you know keep give them another three points to carry on that momentum. Though we say that, and then you never know, but in this in the season with these teams, you just never know. what result you're going to get but hopefully Aston Villa can keep that momentum going uh for Arsenal uh they are going to take on Leeds and that is going to be a cracker of a game because Leeds are going to press Arsenal even more they're going to be gung ho about it but that may play into Arsenal's hands because I so may like the fact that there's a team that's going to leave spaces for them to uh, to attack they're going to give them that uh, going to come at them and they can you know park the bus and and defend and then play on the break so maybe that that'll be a nice clash of styles between uh, Arsenal and Leeds but uh, at the moment there's a lot of thinking for Arteta to do about that game and he has a time two weeks to go for the international break but anyway that that concludes uh, my observations and uh, analysis if you want to call it that and reaction to this game a very surprising result 0-3 to Aston Villa in the end a great performance lifts them up to 6th in the table arsenal are now currently at the moment they are uh, they are 11th so for all the talk about you know manchester city are 10th i mean imagine that uh but you know it's 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 an interesting interesting time to be alive at the moment but uh still a long long way to go in the season we're not we're only about a fifth of the way through so we still got a lot of games to come so we shall see how that goes uh but thank you so much for watching uh, if you enjoyed this video please remember to like and share with uh, you know your fellow arsenal fans your fellow aston villa fans uh your spurs fans who might live well in, uh, in in seeing this uh video please share it with everyone you know 
uh, and we really appreciate the support and please remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new so we can uh, continue to grow this and, and support and of course if you're if you subscribe you then get notifications as soon as new videos come out so it's definitely a great way to stay in touch uh, thank you so much have a good this is our last video for the day hopefully i made this you know that, that's our last video but uh, thank you so much enjoy the rest of your weekend or you know, enjoy the rest of the week if you start if you know depending on the, where you are um, have a good week and we'll see you again soon take care bye bye